0: you're listening to real presence live now back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area heard right here on the rpr network
1: hey welcome back to real presence live i'm karen Gibis, along with Jacques daniel and we are broadcasting live from the mustard seed catholic store here in rapid city it's a beautiful fall day here i hear others in the area have snow lots of snow some of them have wind i I think we have wind we always have wind don't we
2: (laughs) i think it's like 37 degrees outside
1: oh it's a beautiful fall day
2: (laughs) it's a beautiful day to stay
1: home and do nothing Mm. but the sun is shining
2: sun is shining that helps
1: that's better than the snow that others are experiencing jacques
2: i'm glad it's not i'm glad there's no snow right now
1: i'm glad there's no snow either well, we have had a great show so far, talking about confirmation class based on uh, modeled after Father Ricardo's Acts 29 um, program, which Father Ricardo is phenomenal with his his uh, inspiring us to just live up, continuing the acts of the apostles here in our in our modern time. And then we talked to Bishop John Folda breaking down the sacrament of confirmation, and and especially you know talking about what the gifts and the Fruits and all of that can do in our lives, and then a pilgrimage to purgatory, and that that was fascinating. But now we're going to talk about what, Jacques?
2: <laughs> what are we going to talk about?
1: It's a host banter. In case your listeners don't know, we get to decide what we're talking about, and we we just kind of letting the Holy Spirit guide. I know last week you had you were on interviewed on, and you were talking about Saint Joseph, a model for our well, for everyone, but especially a model for, for husbands and for spiritual fathers and for just fathers in general. And that was really, I would love to hear more about that, about St. Joseph and this you know, wrapping up the year of St. Joseph.
2: Yeah. I don't remember what I said, but I do remember because <laughs> going on the radio is a little stressful for some people. But I do remember that, uh, yeah, we're, I, we're in the midst of the year of St. Joseph and uh, and his great witness, uh, uh, you know, that this year has been to me and learning more about St. Joseph and the various resources, books and um, consecrations that exist and, and the diocese itself is moving towards uh, December 8th the closing of the year, the Bishop, uh, Bishop Peter is going to consecrate the diocese Uh, priests all over the diocese who celebrate mass that day are supposed to be praying this consecration prayer as well. And it's just that conversation and the conversations that we've been having in the office, just continue to bring up this idea that in the, you know, in the culture, we, we live in a strange culture. We live in a, in a, in a foreign place, and uh, fatherhood and masculinity and the role of men is so distorted. Yes. And it's such a challenge um, to, to know what what God has in, well, in, in and, plan. Like and in I store. would say
1: it's a challenge, not just for the men, but for the women to know what. Because society, the whole culture, has warped everyone's perception of it. Not just the men, but the women. How mm. do we respond? We don't even... It's hard for even us to know. It's... It's a confusing time.
2: One of the things I'm super excited about is uh, just last night, I was on a uh, Zoom uh, call with uh, seven other men and who are dedicating their Thursday evenings for the next like nine months <laughs> <laughs> uh, to growing in a life of prayer mm-hmm. through the, the diocesan uh, core ad core spirituality year, which begins with, Ascension Presses Oremus program, which delves into sort of, all sorts of basic topics about prayer, but then quickly moves into the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius and uh, and and walks men through and, and women. They're men's groups and women's group. I'm in the men group, obviously, and uh, and have a great group of men who are. It's just inspiring to me to see these men excited. You know, they're they appreciate the what a small group can do for their consistency one of the guys said last night, you know just knowing that I have to be here you know each week and and admit to whether I prayed you know the, well, the
1: accountability the aspect. accountability
2: aspect of looking other men in the face and saying yeah I, I only I only had time for two out of seven that's you know, pretty
1: hard to say it's hard
2: to say and so you know a little peer pressure is good four men a little peer pressure is good to encourage them to be consistent to continually show up and, and to open their hearts to what the Lord is saying to them and in inviting them to be, all of them are our husbands and fathers last night. We learned that half of them are engineers, so <laughs> we have a unique group, but uh, they're all husbands and fathers and trying to figure out what it means to be the spiritual head of their families, what it means to uh, be a man of prayer. And they have a, a man, all have a desire for it. It's amazing.
1: A man after St. Joseph then.
2: hmm Exactly. A yeah. man after St. Joseph's own heart.
1: So St. Joseph offers his life and his, um, especially now in the year, there's, there are more books now about him. And, and if you even read the Consecration to St. Joseph by Father Calloway, you, you hear that it's a recent thing. That the, the definition of devotion to St. Joseph is a, a, a recent thing in the church. Not that they have not honored him, but it, it's more recent. And so when you see this and you, you get at tidbits of his life and, and how quiet he was in, you know, no words in scripture, you know, no, you know, he was no John the Baptist. He was no St. Peter. No, he was very, he led a very quiet life. And yet he has impacted so many people with his protection for, you know, inv- asking him to you know even the, the our favorite in our family is terror of demons but when you think about pillar of families protector of virgins you know the list goes on everyone and everyone could take saint joseph as their patron saint and there will be something that he will help you with but specifically for men as we're learning more about the life of St. Joseph, how can St. Joseph be a mentor to men as they're trying to develop their own spiritual life, as they're trying to become that head of their own holy family?
2: Yeah, one of the books that I've been um, working my way through is, is a consecration by a man named Devin Schott. Devin Schott is the founder of the Fathers of St. Joseph. Okay. If you Google Fathers of St. Joseph... I'm sure that's probably the website name, but Fathers of St. Joseph, there's a ton of resources. And actually Devin has come. He came two years in a row to our uh, diocesan annual Catholic men's conference. And he just has an amazing way of breaking down the little that we have in scripture from Mm St. Joseph and, and giving, providing really a game plan of how men can mirror him and, and draw from all of the beauty that the church gives in terms of how, how to be a man and, and a man after St. Joseph. So talking about his silence, that's the, the first kind of few pillars is, is silence. And particularly silence before God. That this, and especially these cord cord men that I was just talking about, that are really focusing this year on how do I come to the Lord and really hear his voice in prayer? And it's funny because, you know, men, uh, and and a lot of these guys are, are, I would classify as introverts, but when we go to prayer, we, we're we used to it Talking. being our work, right? <laughs> our our effort, our, uh, you know, I'm going to come and I have a hundred things to pray about, or I've got these particular devotions. These worries
1: are on me, burdens, like let's talk them out.
2: Yeah, and even there's this way that we when we think we're praying, we're actually just talking in our head to ourselves, you know, we're not. And that was one of the conversations we had last night was just about relational prayer. And that now don't just think about what you're Mm
3: -hmm.
2: thinking about. Right. But, but actually enter into this conversation with the Lord who has placed this on your heart. And, and you finally given yourself some silence and and some space, right. To be found. and And now you can hear what it is that's on your heart, and you've been attentive to that, and now speak to the Lord about that.
1: So you've you've made an interesting statement now to be found, allowing yourself to be found. right? It took a while for the church to get to the point where Saint Joseph was found in what we are trying to imitate him, and all of these uh, dioceses that are being dedicated to him and all this stuff. And I find that that's interesting that even through a lot of the church history, he was, in a way, silent, waiting for the moment in which here the family is being attacked. Here manhood is being attacked. And more than ever, St. Joseph is needed right now. And it was that now here he is. Here the church is, proclaiming his virtues. And his virtues are, are not really... It's not like there's loud virtues. I mean, humility, you know, very humble, very obedient, immediate obedience. Those are tough things for men. They're tough things for women. They're tough things for humans, period.
2: Yeah, it's amazing that, um, I mean, you look at even the document from uh, Pope Pius, St. Pope Pius I I don't remember when that was. I'm bad at my math. But Early I think, 1900s. Yeah, I think it was the... I think it might have been 18 to 70, that, uh, that there's this, you start to read sort of the the challenges in the culture and it sounds like he wrote it yesterday, you know, yes. like there's a, and yet there's, you're right. There's this sort of, where is St. Joseph in the, in the history of the church? And there's a, a lot, a lot of the saints had devotion to St. Joseph, but it's something that I think for obvious reasons is, has been gaining steam Yeah. Uh, all over the world, but Enough I mean, for Pope Francis to, to name this year. It came out of nowhere. Like nobody, yeah. at least I didn't know, yeah. working at the diocese, it was just, you know, wake up the next morning and Pope Ta-da! Francis has declared the year of St. Joseph.
1: Wow, now what? Here we,
2: <laughs> Here we go.
1: Okay, Joseph, what are we doing now? <laughs> uh, well, this is great. We need to take a quick break, but when we come back, let's talk more about, about this and dive deeper into some of these um, struggles that are in the world today and how maybe we can combat them together so stay with us here on real presence live i'm karen Gibis. i am here with jacques daniel and we are live from the mustard seed in rapid city south dakota
0: this is real presence live where the focus is not on the evil around us but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good we're local engaging and live on the real presence radio network As a working adult, you know the value of a dollar and you expect quality for your money. Now's a great time to further your education. The University of Mary offers degrees for working professionals with flexible learning options that are truly competitively priced. Apply now for any of our online programs and we'll waive your $150 enrollment fee. A quality education at an affordable price. Discover the University of Mary difference at online.umary.edu.
3: From... The very beginning of my priesthood, uh, I could see myself spending my days in the confessional or in uh, office doing spiritual direction. People are coming with humble honesty, knowing that they're in need of something. They're asking for help. And that, that's what prayer is, is going to God and relating the desires of our hearts. And as a priest in the confessional and in spiritual direction, I get to really be that conduit that that helps people experience those beautiful gifts of God's mercy, his guidance. And so for me, where where it's really intimately seeing and knowing people are experiencing God, it's for me in the confessional uh, and in spiritual direction.
1: Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Karen Gibbous, along with Jacques Daniel here at Mustard Seed on Main Street, right next to the new Chancery building in Rapid City. You're just so close to work here, Jacques. You could just go over and take a cup of coffee from your job site.
2: I could. <laughs> oh, wait, could. you did. I did. Well, so I don't know. Where this coffee just appeared.
1: It appeared. It was a minor miracle here in the Mustard Seed.
2: <laughs> it was a much needed much compliments needed. of
1: Kathleen Kavoric, our new listener relationship coordinator in the Rapid City area. Thing she is here doing hospitality and, and getting Jacques his coffee, meeting the needs of the host. It's a beautiful it's gift. Beautiful gift that the LRCs and Real Presence Radio do for Real Presence Live. Well, we were talking about Saint Joseph, we're talking about uh, your corad core group we were talking about the attacks on the family kind of all over the place but not really same general theme i want to ask so here we are you're doing the, the diocese is doing the consecration to st joseph you made the decision to lead this corad core group and now here we are trying trying to like tie all the this the need for men to be men after saint joseph's heart right and i think that's important that men realize that this takes someone stepping up and doing it they have to put the action into this and so why why did you decide to lead the core core group this this year
2: so 4 years ago as the diocese was beta testing whether the spiritual exercises could be done in a small group format over the course of nine months or whatever. Um, I was, it was a blessing for me to be in a group that was led by Father Brian Christensen, my pastor at the cathedral. And so there were Mm -hmm. five men in that group. And, um, in addition to, you know, I know that priests are super busy, you know, working for the church. I know that they probably get all sorts of calls, all times of day and are rushing off to, you know, there were a number of mornings that he rushed off mid meeting to, you know, go celebrate mass or a hospital call or whatever. And, um, so apart from that busy time and, and I know that he was busy, it was just a great blessing to have a spiritual father who could walk us through what was happening in our hearts and as we were trying to hear the voice of the Lord and respond to that and to to have someone who had walked that path before and and walk us through that was a beautiful gift to me and I know the men that were in the group so much so that two of us myself and um and Dustin Wagner year 2 led a small group of men and Again, just witnessing the fruits not only of of the men who were in the group and seeing the way that they grew no matter where they started and they mm-hmm. were all over the map. Some guys, mm-hmm. you know, praying the liturgy the hours every morning, going to mass every day, and some guys, you know, had it you know, Protestant Bible that they'd found on a shelf somewhere. What's a rosary? You know, what's a rosary and and just seeing the way that the Lord through this um for sure you know, consistency of prayer and accountability that exists in a small group format, having to show, up. we just talked about that mm-hmm. before the break, but also just the, what happens doesn't happen unless you're intentional for men. That is men who've walked the path before spending time day in and day out, mentoring other men and hearing, hearing them as they speak about their experiences and and for us, you know, using the the beautiful gift of the spiritual exercises of a man, Saint Ignatius, who wrote them wrote these experiences and uh, meditations and this path uh, that he shared through his you know his own um, walking people through the spiritual exercises, and that's just been handed down to us as a great gift in the church. But I think there's this aspect of that time that Father invested in me mm. seeing the fruit of that in my own life and then you know in year two seeing the time spent i just had a great love and desire and wanted to share that with other other men but seeing that the group was so hungry to be with other men and to have some outlet to s- s- talk about what the lord was doing in their life that when we were done they when we were done, they didn't want to stop meeting. And so actually this group meets once a month and has been meeting for now two years, uh, once a month regularly to continue to, to talk about these things and to have some place, uh, to share their faith. And so that was year two. I did a group with another one of the men that was in Mm -hmm. the year two group for year three. And now you're, and this year, um, I, I wanted to offer it to, to men outside our diocese. And so I've got a zoom group, Uh, of men who uh, are a mix of guys in our diocese and some outside. And
1: and that in itself is a beautiful gift because some men, it's hard for them to get away in the evenings and to be able to still be present to their family immediately before and after the meeting. That in itself is a gift. It's a gift for my family to have Darren, my husband home as much as he can. And so when he has to leave that, that does, that is hard. So what a gift you gave to those. Now, I just want to also say the challenge You, having walked through this, having been inspired, having been walked, all of that, it's a, you're challenging the men. And that's what a man needs, right? Is a challenge to stay accountable, to stay consistent, to do all that. And, and you think that is something that, um, more men need. They just need someone in their lives to walk up and say, I will walk this with you.
2: Right? Exactly. Yeah, no, and it's uh I mean when we talk about St. Joseph and spiritual fatherhood last year my group I had two gentlemen who were old enough to be my, you know, my grandpa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're my grandfather's age and yet there is just something about um you know, St. Joseph, his spiritual fatherhood that he could he he was entrusted by God the Father to raise the Word. <laughs> in his home and the beautiful hidden life that we, you know, we can only imagine what that looked like. And yet there's opportunities and there's this, this calling and, um, real need in the church for men to be these spiritual fathers, to look around, to look at the other men in their lives and in their parish and that are sitting next to them at mass at 1030 mass and just need Someone to walk with them.
1: I always I look at Darren and I'll say, "Hey, you should go say hi to that guy." I feel like the mom, right, with your teenage son, saying, "Come on, let's go be sociable." But I say, "You should go talk to them. Why? Why should I talk to him? Because he has a bunch of little kids. You've been there before. You've been there before. Go tell him he's doing a good job. You know, just be present."
2: Yeah, you're married. You're married at the wedding at Cana.
1: Yes, there you go. I haven't <laughs> thought about that. They, they ran, ran out, out of wine. They ran out of wine. Hey. Hey, you have to do something. They ran out of wine. That's maybe what I'll say to my husband from now on. There you go. They ran out of wine. They ran out of wine. <laughs> What's that mean today? Well it means go over here. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's important that men realize they have the power to lead other men to greatness And even in a hidden life aspect. It isn't greatness in the world, but it's greatness before the Lord.
2: It's something we've been struggling in our diocese to do and encourage over, you know, the eight years of a men's conference. And the and the reality is the way that it's happened is in small groups with yes. other men day in and day out talking about the ways that the Lord is at work in their lives.
1: It's beautiful. Well, thank you, Jacques, for for this inspiring half hour and, and just hopefully you've inspired more men. If there's someone out there who wants to find out more information about Core Core or even just about how you go about mentoring someone or if they feel like... They could could give that gift of mentoring to another individual. Where can they contact you at?
2: Diocese of Rapid City. If you go to rapidcitydiocese.org, I think forward slash core at core, C-O-R-A-D-C-O-R. Uh, and just do a Google search on core at core. In
1: um, Rapid City Diocese Rapid and they'll City, find you. Rapid City,
2: South Dakota, you'll find the page. and Excellent. Um, we're at the diocese. We love to help.
1: Well, we got to send it up to Eli for a quick preview of Monday's show.
2: Hey, thanks, Karen. Got another great show coming up Monday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by Brad Gray and Janine Bitson, coming to you live from our Fargo Studios. They'll visit with Chris Haycraft from Catholic Charities about building your family through adoption. Then Dr. Michelle Kramer will give us an all-or-nothing challenge. Plus, Frank Janusik will talk about faith and tree trimming. All this and so much more is coming up on Monday's Real Presence Live, Nine to eleven AM Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. I'm back to you?
1: Excellent, thank you, Eli. So sounds like a great show on Monday. We had a great show here. Always such great blessings on Real Presence Live. It's amazing. So, thank you, Jacques, for hosting with me today.
2: Yeah, it's been a been a morning.
1: It's been a morning. You had your <laughs> coffee. No complaints.
2: I know we're here. The mustard seed's open. Ready for business. It's great. See what they got.
1: Well, I'd also like to remind everyone that you can hear a replay of today's show tomorrow on Saturday. Every Real Presence Live show is replayed on Saturday morning on your local station. You can also hear us online at realpresenceradio.com, and you can also download the app and take us anywhere you want and share us, share us with your friends and your family. You can get on our podcast and send this epic interview between Jacques and I about mentoring men to a man in your life who needs to be mentored. And so stay stay well, stay healthy, realize that God loves you and that you are here, as the bishop said, for a mission. As the deacon said, we are here to fulfill a mission that God has put us on earth for. Well, God bless you. Stay uh close to our Lord this weekend.
0: This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6.